Hello everyone and welcome to another amazing functional medicine healing journey episode. I'm Danny Banai and I'm a functional medicine certified health coach. My mission is to make the world a healthier place. Through Nicole's amazing healing journey, you will discover how she reduced and treated her Lyme disease symptom naturally, what she did on the way and how she deal with it today. Stay tuned, we are about to start. So, hi, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for participating. So let's go uh, and start the interview question. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself in short. Sure. My name is Nicole Krenek. I'm currently the co-founder of an app called WANA, which stands for We Are Not Alone, and I'll tell you more about that later. Um, I was in a real estate profession, leading a top real estate team, had a very successful career, doing things that I loved, like traveling the world, spiritual practice, and my life came to a huge halt and change about three years ago when I returned back from Thailand and had a vertigo attack, which led to being diagnosed with Lyme and many other chronic infections, um, which has led me to today. Um, I'm still very much on this health journey. Um, it is the reason that I am now the co-founder of this app called WANA. I wanted to create something mm -hmm. for others going through what I did. And I've been through quite a lot in the last three years, uh, many, many lessons, many challenges, and I'm happy to share all about it with you today. It's so great to hear that, uh, Nicole. Basically, I don't think I had the, the chance to interview someone that suffered from a, a Lyme disease. Can you tell yes. us uh, what did you think uh, caused it? Yeah, absolutely. So Lyme disease is a tick-borne illness. Um, mm -hmm. It is usually transmitted by a deer tick. Um, it could be transmitted a mosquito. And essentially, um, once you get Lyme disease, it often comes with a whole myriad of other co-infections. Um, there's over a hundred co-infections, such as mycoplasma, um, you know, uh, or, or many different types. Um, and typically, when you have Lyme, your immune system cannot function the way it normally does. So, you know, I could take you through the whole explanation of everything that they say I have. Um, I do know at some point I was bit by a tick. Um, but I make a joke that I actually believe I was bit by God um, because I was living a fractured alignment of my soul's true purpose. I think that um, chronic illness really comes with two main aspects. One is a neurological one, which I'll explain on momentarily, and the other is a psychological emotional one. You know, as we know, both are very intertwined. Neurologically, when the body is exposed to too much trauma, such as a tick bite, or an environmental air quality that's full of toxic mold, in my case, both, the body goes into fight or flight. And the limbic system, which is the fight or flight center, is designed to protect you, right? If you're hunting and yeah. there's a 100-pound uh, bear running after you, you want it to tell you there's a bear, run. The problem is when you have too much trauma, it's like a bucket filling up, the body and limbic system starts to overreact to every little small thing. And as you can imagine, it doesn't exactly create homeostasis in the body. So it's like an uphill battle until you could quiet down that limbic system. Uh, the second part, I believe, is a psychological emotional one. You know, I very much feel that chronic illness was brought to me as a messenger uh, by my inner child. And if you speak to a lot of doctors and therapists in the chronic illness community, they 
usually echo the same thing, that there's some unmet child needs. And the only way to really get you to look at those things is to sort of shake it up pretty, pretty big time. Okay, excellent. So I love the way that you explain uh, the thing that causing us uh, uh, to develop a chronic disease, the, the stress that we have, if it's from work, from family, and if Absolutely. we're not dealing it in the right way, eventually uh, it's attacking us in some point or another in the future. And yeah. I, 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 I think you're completely right. I believe that the reason for all the chronic disease is a uh, not healthy lifestyle that is it um, and when people don't uh, behave as they need to behave uh, with their lifestyle eventually their body start to tell them oh yo listen uh, it's not the way that it's not the way that uh, i'm working so this is the symptom that you're gonna get absolutely and, absolutely and if they don't listen it's become worse and worse and worse <laughs> until uh, you know yeah, I, I, I joke around that, you know, God sent me the perfect storm because, um, you know, one day you'll get to read about it in my book, but I was given the same lesson over and over and over again until I finally stopped fighting it. Okay, excellent. Tell, tell us exactly yeah. how did you feel and what was the most difficult thing for you? Yeah, so um, I think that just to give you a little bit of insight into what some of my symptoms were and, and what this lime and mold caused, um, very first thing was that I lost my home. I lost my sort of safe space. As Maslow says, it's the first thing on the hierarchy to have a, a roof over our head. And for the better part of my three-year journey, I was not in a home of my own in about 17, to, to be exact. Um, my cognitive and neurological functioning was put to the challenge in a way I never imagined possible. All of a sudden, I joke around, but it was not a joke. I actually became allergic to life, to the world that we live in, to light, to sound, to EMF sensitivity, molds, chemicals, you name it. Um, it pushed me to my brink point where many times I needed to push myself to simply keep going. Uh, you're really forced, forced to face fear and courage in a way that I believe nothing else can quite do. Um, the hardest part in terms of the question you asked was really not feeling grounded because of that journey. Uh, because I didn't have my own place. Uh, you think you're spiritual and grounded, and you know I meditated every morning, I wrote a gratitude list. I would rather spend my money back then on traveling versus a Chanel bag. But let me tell you, when everything that is yours, your clothing, your home, your stuff is taken from you, it really pushes you to really question, am I a spiritual being or am I still attached to this world of materialism? And I'll tell you this, I didn't do it gracefully <laughs> uh, for most of it until I was forced to. You get to a point where it's like do or die, and I had to finally just let go of wishing it was a different way and accepting it for what it was. Amazing. So eventually, uh, through this journey, through the difficulty and the hard time that you have, you start to uh, develop your uh, spiritual and you start to believe more in yourself. And it's amazing that you describe how it's feel like uh, that you're losing ba basically your basic thing, your balance. Yeah. It's not it's not fun at all, I believe. Um, yeah. Okay, so how long you have it before you start to make change? Like how long wow. did you suffer from <laughs> it before you say, okay, God, I understand. <laughs> Today I'm going to do change. So it's a really um, interesting question and a <clears throat> somewhat um, 
interesting answer, I'll say. So healing is not linear. Um, and I don't believe surrender is either. Maybe to some others, you immediately begin to make changes, but my story was not like that. Um, I knew intuitively that I'm quite psychic and intuitive, so something inside of me three months into my journey told me to get the heck out of my house. And so I went to Mexico for two months, and I would say that was when I sort of had my awakening, when I started making changing changes, listening to my intuition, I started writing a book, actually. Um, however, I came home, and I guess God did not think that I had learned the lesson, and that's when I discovered the mold. And I did my own form of kicking and screaming. Um, I would turn to spirituality, turn to God, and then go into anger. Turn to it, turn to it, go into anger, until very, very recently, and I'm talking a few weeks ago, where I came to sort of my spiritual awakening and I recognized that I needed to change every single thing I knew about myself and my life in order to get through the other side of this and so so a couple weeks ago <laughs> two and a half years in was when I really just took took the turn in the right in the direction that's right for me I believe wow yeah so uh, Nicole uh, tell us what was your experience with doctor in order you know to diagnose this disease how did they help you or if they help you at all yeah um so unlike many people with chronic illness and i'm seeing this on my app today most people have to go to several doctors and some unfortunately like my business partner went to 32 practitioners over four and a half years before they found an answer wow um, I, yeah i was lucky enough to have met my business partner which i'll talk about more later and i was diagnosed with lyme disease within 10 days of the very first sign of my symptoms uh it was not an easy diagnosis i was um quite self-advocating, if you will. I first went to an ear, nose, and throat specialist, the top doctor, apparently, of that specialty in the city. And she told me not to worry, that I just slept the wrong way on the airplane. That's why I was dizzy for seven days. Mm -hmm. um, I left there feeling a little disappointed. And two days later, I called her back and I said, no, this is not that. I need you to take it more seriously. Um, I didn't hear from her for about four more days to the point that I called her, her assistant and I said, half of my face is frozen and I can't remember words. This is not because wow. I slept wrong. Where do I go next? I then went to a neurologist who said, you know, everything looks okay neurologically. And I said, thank you, but that's not okay. I'm not okay. And I know I'm not. Where am I going next? He said, well, if you were in Thailand, I'll send you to an infectious disease doctor. So I went to a top infectious disease doctor and he said, you know, it sounds like it could be Lyme. I said, that's what this is. Something bit me to wake me up, put me on the medication before you even get my results back. And um, what I found is that it's the functional medicine doctors and the alternative doctors and the healers and the uh, more holistic, integrative approach that actually can figure out exactly what's at the root cause this is just my personal belief, but I have found so much more progress in healing with things like muscle testing, asking the body exactly what's going on with it, autonomic response testing, um, things like taking my saliva and putting it in a very 
um, advanced machine that can pick up on the vibrational energy of every single pathogen in your body. So I won't even go and get a blood test anymore. And I do believe Western and blood tests serve a huge purpose and even within this community. But for me, really asking the body in a very specific way, what is causing this has gotten me so many more answers than just walking into a doctor's office that, you know, doctors are trained to say it's A, B, or C. They don't think of a D. Um, and depending on which doctor you see, they may know D, they may not. So I think being amongst a community of people who have found answers and are looking, almost like crowdsourcing the diagnosis, is the way out of this chronic illness journey. Wow. Okay. I'm so glad to hear that uh, you shared uh, this information uh, with us. Uh, that there is a, a very a good benefit about uh, listening to your own body and ask yourself what is going wrong and try to test other uh, options like alternative medicine or like yes. functional uh, medicine is very helpful and you didn't just you know uh, stay in one direction and if there is no answer you'll you said to yourself, okay, this is, this is the only option and that is it. So it's a very uh, good... Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so mean, it's a very good uh, 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 way uh, of thinking in order to fight or beat a chronic disease. And we will absolutely. talk about it next. So I'm so happy that, uh, you know, you share with us. It's very personal, you know, about uh, how did you feel and the uh, uh, symptom that you have and that it makes you to eventually do some kind of a, a turn uh, in your own uh, life. So now we're going to move on to the next part of uh, the positive side of uh, how did you recover from it naturally or how did you eventually uh, live with it and help your body and help yourself to uh, decrease uh, the symptoms that you have and return back to yourself. So how did you recover from it naturally? So I would not be authentic if I say that I was recovered, but I can tell you okay. about what has helped with me recovering. I'm still very much on the journey. Um, when I went to that uh, infectious disease doctor initially, I did take a six-week round of antibiotics, and I'll never forget the moment when my bottle was still half full and I went to reach for it. And my hand literally froze. Something in my body said, this is not it. And since then, I have not picked up one antibiotic or prescription medication. Um, I've used all natural methods. I've tried everything from ozone therapy to vibrational healing waters, which I'm currently still on, and I'm seeing progress, to homeopathics, to low-dose immunotherapy, to flying to Switzerland to meet with Dr. Klinghart, one of the top alternative doctors in the world, and doing things like ionic foot baths. Um, really, I've tried everything. The thing that I found is the most healing is brain retraining, um, which is based on neuroplasticity. So people used to think the brain couldn't change, your genes are your genes, and that's that. But people like Annie Hopper, who created the Dynamic Neural Retraining System, and Joe Dispenza, who talks about this all the time, and Phil Parker, who created the Lightning Process, and Gupta, who created another modality. Those are the main neuroplasticity-based brain retraining programs. They view all forms of chronic illness as a limbic system dysfunction. 
And if you fire and wire certain neurons together, they keep firing and wiring. But if you find a way to interrupt that firing and wiring, the physical emergency response, which is really what keeps us sick, you can rebalance the limbic system to quiet down and then the body follows. Um, I, like I said, I had quite a few of the same lessons sent to me over and over again. Um, Until you I, understand what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I used the brain retraining to get myself 95% better and then went back into a home with toxic mold. So here we are. But that is what I'm using currently on a daily basis. It requires you to be deeply vigilant about each thought you have. And if it's not a thought that's going to lead you down the healthy path, but down the sort of trauma loop of illness, you interrupt it and redirect it. And eventually neurons that stop firing, stop wiring. So I have found things like vibrational remedies, homeopathic remedies combined with brain retraining, I believe is actually the equation that gets you well. And that wow. I myself witnessed got me well the first time. Wow. I'm so happy to hear that you, <laughs> yeah, that you, uh, eventually decided to fight the root causes and Absolutely. fight the stress that you have and manage your brain, your uh, thought. And I know that your brain can think about uh, one, uh, one thought at a time. It can be positive or negative. If it's negative, exactly. then it's not positive. And the thing that you mentioned, I think it's one of the most important thing uh, basically in, in the world and also for a healthy lifestyle it's to always uh, think or interpret a thing as positive way. No matter if it ends out negative, still think about the positive and how it can uh, benefit you in the short and long run. So Absolutely. And you know, yeah. <laughs> to piggyback on that, Danny, the challenge when you have things like Lyme disease and mold toxicity is that it's an inflammatory response. And when you have so much inflammation in the brain, you know, as human beings, a healthy human being, our brains are leaning towards the negativity bias. That's why so many of us run around this world trying to fix ourselves and find our path and deal with our purpose. So when you're a normal human on top of an inflammatory condition, you have to work extra hard yeah. to be so vigilant <laughs> about every <Exactly>. single thought. <laughs> yeah, in our normal situation, our brain is uh, designed to think. <laughs> yeah, it's designed to think about surviving. Yeah, so we always think about negative things that can happen and how you can uh, survive and move from this danger. So. Absolutely. You work hard, especially when you have inflammation and you have chronic disease on top and stress and you don't have your house and you have economic stress also. It's extremely Absolutely. hard. And it's amazing that you eventually did it. So, Nicole, the next question is, what was the most helpful step or research for you? That's a great question, Danny. The most helpful modality that I discovered was the brain retraining program. I first did the dynamic neural retraining system in Canada. Um, I saw unbelievable progress so quickly. It blew my mind. I then went and did the lightning process, which is a, a similar methodology of dynamic neural retraining system. And the reason I think that it was the most impactful is that it puts the capacity to heal 
and effectuate change in your own hands. So it's one thing to say you are your best healer, but you actually are. Um, this methodology doesn't require going to any doctor. You're taught how to do a visualization practice and say certain things to your brain. And when you do it over and over again, you find yourself getting healthier and healthier and healthier. And I would say that if I discovered that month one, and who knows if I was willing to, to really go there or if, I, or if I was ready, you know, it's not on your time. But that is the best thing I discovered and something that I would tell every single person going through any form of, of anything, whether it's anxiety, depression, or Lyme disease, to pick up one of the three brain retraining programs and learn how to do it because it will get you better, I believe. It's amazing that uh, this question that I ask any other uh, interviewer, it's always uh, the, an the answer, it's always the same. The first oh, wow. thing that, yeah, the first thing or the most helpful uh, step that they did is to work on themselves, you know, start with themselves, to do the change from inside and outside. And, yeah, and it's very hard to understand it at the beginning because you were educated to look for answer uh, outside, you know, ask doctor, ask uh, other people. Um, and after you <laughs> try everything and it's not working, you turn back to yourself. Absolutely. Uh, Actually, <laughs> I called my business partner about a week ago because I was having a very symptomatic day and I, I cried to him. I said, I, I don't know what God wants from me. You know, it was a really vulnerable moment and he's still the one who's there for me three years later. And he, you know, he's a man and he cares about me and he was like, let me think about where to go, what to do. And I said, no, you don't understand. I don't need to go anywhere. There's no doctor. I just need to do what I know to do. You know, it's not, it's not outside. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So the next question, um, it's what you will tell to a person or to yourself that is in the same stage you were. You know, wow. in the deep, in the deep uh, shit, you know, in the yeah. hard time. Someone who is at the very beginning stages, I would tell them that there is never a good time to lose hope and give up. As we already talked about, unfortunately, many people turn to so many external doctors and healers only to have no clearer design of where to go or what's actually happening. I would also tell them that you are your own best healer, that the power of the mind is remarkable and with the right tools. The mind alone can heal you or it can hurt you. I've witnessed both. The other thing that I now think to my platform, get to share the message daily, is that they are not alone. And there is now actually a place to go to find everything that they would need, to find a powerful community of like-minded people going on the same journey, feeling the same symptoms that together can create hope, direction, and healing. And that if you try one methodology and it doesn't work, there's another one for you. You try to explain what you're feeling to one person and they don't get it, somebody else will. So to know that they're held in the midst of what feels like an evolutionary falling where there's no ground, there is a ground and it does exist. Amazing. Amazing to know that you, your journey eventually uh, brought you to a point that you developed something amazing uh, to help other people. And we will discuss about it in a, one or two uh, more questions sure. uh, about your uh, uh, startup, about uh, Wana. Um, so what do you think will be the first baby step 
uh, action step, small little step a person can do in order to begin his healing journey? Wow, that's a really good question. And the way my mind hears it is, what do I wish I had done so much sooner? <laughs> and yeah, the first I think step it, that you can do, exactly. Yeah, I think the very first step is acceptance. Acceptance and reframing. You know, I went into this phase of acceptance and this happened for a good reason and it's okay. Quite a few times I went in and out of that first step of acceptance and reframing it. And you know, it's not about toxic positivity. Nobody's like, I'm so happy I have Lyme. But it's about what can I extrapolate from this? How can I understand this, that this is happening for me and not to me? And how can I bring acceptance? Because my gosh, am I stubborn. And I fought this for so long until you literally find yourself only able to wave the white flag and say, okay, I surrender. And once you surrender into it and you, you know, you could play it in your mind a thousand times. And I have, you know, when I looked a certain way, when I missed my home, when I wasn't sick, but that doesn't serve us because we just can't go back in time. We haven't found how to do that yet. So accepting what has happened to you and reframing it so that you could lean into it versus fight it, I think is the very, very first step and the hardest wow. one. Amazing. I think uh, the book title that you want to, <laughs> to do can be, uh, <laughs> can be the power of positive thinking. Because, you, <laughs> well, know, you, you might be psychic as well because the word acceptance <laughs> is in it. <laughs> Excellent. So um, next question is, was it worth it? And how do you feel today about yourself after you completed your healing journey? <laughs> wow, that's a loaded question, Danny. Um, Damn, really give it to me. It's okay. <laughs> a really good one. You know, at the beginning of this journey, Thailand was such a, a special trip for me <laughs> for, for so many reasons. And at the beginning of the journey, I found myself, you know, it's almost like when you mourn, you're in denial, then you feel anger. And during the anger phase, I was like, my gosh, you tried to go to Thailand three times. God put different obstacles. Like, why didn't you listen and not go? This wouldn't have happened. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, and this is, again, so hard for me to say it. Like, I feel the ball in my throat as I'm about to say it. But I don't actually think I, my soul, let me tell you about my soul. Me, I'm still on the journey. But my soul wouldn't have changed a thing. Um, firstly, I feel immensely courageous. Um, I don't often talk about what I've been through, but when I get the opportunity to do so, like with you and others, it makes sense to me that I'm a grandchild of four Holocaust survivors and am a survivor myself. Mm, um, nice. At the same time, when you go through a trauma like mine, it really kicks up a lot of um, maladapting coping mechanisms. Um, such as addictions and other things like that. Um, and to be vulnerable, I'm now facing an eating disorder addiction that was never really such a problem until this trauma came up the last year. And, you know, I'm still very much on that journey, sort of confused about who I am, why I'm here. But at the same time, I'm also more clearer than I've ever been, that I'm here to share what I've been through with others to take their pain and make it that much less because of my message that I have to give. So I feel courageous, I feel angry, and I feel incredibly hopeful that I will be very healthy very soon. Wow, really so <laughs> great to, 
to hear that from you after the uh, pain and the misery that uh, you've been through. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing uh, development uh, that you did. So our next question uh, will be about, uh, about Wana. You uh, mentioned it a couple of times, and uh, this is basically what uh, uh, the Lyme disease and your journey eventually produce. So tell us, uh, you know, tell us about Wana, how it can contribute to people who suffer from uh, Lyme disease, and share it with us. Absolutely. Um, we created a platform. It's called Wana. W-A-N-A. It stands for We Are Not Alone. And it's a community platform. It's an app that fosters hope, direction, and healing for people with chronic and invisible conditions. It was started with Lyme disease, but we have tons of diagnoses and are constantly adding it. Eventually, we want to have every single diagnosis out there because nobody should go through anything alone. Uh, when you go on the app, you immediately fill out um, a profile with your symptoms, your diagnoses, and your treatment, and your preferred practitioners, and you're matched up with people going through the same exact thing you are. So let's say you are at the beginning of the journey. You've gone to doctors. You don't have answers, but you know your symptoms. By matching with people who have the same symptoms, you now have a clue as to what diagnosis to go look for. You also have a live news feed where you could ask questions and get answers in real time. And we also created something called the WANA Library. So I can't tell you how many Google rabbit holes I found myself in at 3 a.m. And Google is incredible, but it is not your friend when you turn sick overnight. So we created a team of MDs, naturopaths, healers, chronic illness warriors to do research so you can now at the touch of a button click symptom, treatment, diagnosis, diet, and emotional healing techniques. I just gave you a hint. That last one's rolling out very soon. And immediately you find out the information in a very succinct manner. And then the top books, podcasts, and videos on each of those are there as well. So we literally are creating a one-stop shop for chronic illness. You find the people who you need. You find the information that you need. And I believe community plus the right information and direction leads to hope and healing. Wow. Again, Nicole, I think it's amazing. <laughs> and knowledge and opportunity to someone, you know, hearing such a bad news that he diagnosed with uh, some kind of very exotic disease. And eventually uh, he can encounter with a app, with a community that can make his life uh, better, um, more comfortable, you know, not to, not to feel alone. I think to feel alone in this journey is one of the things that makes it so hard. Absolutely. And the thing that you're doing, uh, you and uh, your business partner, is such a beneficial and a lot of people uh, can, uh, can get a benefit from it. And it's amazing that people like you and your business partner are exist and doing it for others. Uh, I think also the podcast itself, um, the beating chronic disease, it's something that we have in common because we don't like to see other people that suffer uh, after we have suffered and we know what is suffering and what is pain. And there is something Absolutely. inside of us that, you know, we, we just want to, hey, I suffer. And believe me, it's not a fun time. So <laughs> let me help you. Let me uh, make your life uh, better. Uh, this is the thing that is, you know, it's uh, something that we have in common. 
And thank you so much, you know, for being here and share this thing uh, with us and thank with you. our audience. And the last question will be, you know, how people can reach you, how people can reach Juana, you know, uh, uh, what is the, I don't know, website address, email, Absolutely. Facebook. I will so also put it on yeah. the podcast uh, page itself. Um, but, you know, if there is thing that we don't know yet, tell us. So that's a great question. The app, as I mentioned, is called WANA. It's easy to remember because it stands for We Are Not Alone. You can find us on the web at www.joinwana, J-O-I-N-wana.com. You can find us on Instagram at joinwana. And you can find us in the Apple, Apple App Store right now. And you can put in just W-A-N-A and it'll come up right away. And that's the best way to reach us. Okay. Thank you so much, Nicole, uh, for your time, for your uh, experience that you share with us. Um, really amazing. And I believe a lot of people will uh, benefit from it. Do you have any last word? The only last thing I would say is, number one, I'm thanking you for um, the opportunity to share our message with your listeners. And whoever is listening, just never give up hope. There is never a good time to do that. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Very nice. I love the last uh, sentence that you said. Albert Einstein also used to say, um, you never fail until you stop trying. No. <laughs> I love that. My favorite Albert, Albert Einstein quote, which is so appropriate for this whole conversation, and I'm going to butcher it, so pardon me, that you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. Oh. And that's why, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to get too deep into the controversial notion of I attracted this illness to myself, but I know that I can't solve it with the same mind that I had before this happened. And, Beautiful. And, yeah, that's another Albert Einstein good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nicole, thank you. Thank Have you. Have a great day. You as well. If you like the interview and you think it can help you or people you care about, please join us today on a mission to make the world a healthier place and share it with them. Also, subscribe to our channel in order to be always updated. If you are suffering today and you're looking for support, Feel free to join our Facebook group, Functional Medicine Healing Journey Support Group, where you can ask questions and get support from Functional Medicine Certified Health Coach from all over the world, including me. If you have any suggestion, please leave a response. I will review it later. Thank you for listening, and remember, you are just one healthy habit away.